I wanted to pull my sister into the show. This show, though, is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. Yeah, I was going to do that after <laughs> Bill comes on. I'm sorry. I jumped but, the gun. No, that's fine. I mean, it, yeah, you're right. This show is brought to you by PivotLendingGroup.com. My bad. Yeah, it's okay. I was going to do the actual opening when Will's on here. I was excited to say it. I'm sorry. Margie. Yes. Do you remember oh, dear. the trip that we took to Virginia? Yeah. Not the one with my dad. Oh, that was a different one. That was not for a race, right? We, that was for a vacation. Yeah. But Matt, do you you were with us the other one. The racing one, yeah. The racing one where we went to the tilt yard. Yeah. Yeah. So do you remember what year that was? Because <laughs> I don't. Gosh. I was, wasn't I still in school? High school? Uh, was it high school? No way. No? No. Because okay. I'm, how old are, am I seven years older than you? Yeah. So maybe 2004, 2005? You know, you might still have been in high school. I think I was still in high school. Now that I think about it, because Cozine was with us, remember? Yeah. And uh, it was you, me, uh, Gretchen, and then Cozine went with his parents and met us there. Yeah. Uh, For, uh, I don't think he, he's he's like a super awesome, (sighs) you know what, you know what he does? I'm pretty sure he's an aerospace engineer. That makes sense. I think he works for Sikorsky. Wow. In uh, Georgia. Cool. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah, I know. But uh, we were there for the Norconats. It must have been maybe 2002, maybe. I think that's that sounds about right. Because 2003 yeah. was the, was I went to the tilt yard and announced the Modnats. Okay. I do remember that. That was the year I did that. And then, um, so it might have it been the year before that. Mm. Okay. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, were you in the car when, when, when I decided to drive back through the mountains? Uh, that's what I remember. It was so scenic and it was a really pretty drive. I remember. And twisty. Yeah. And twisty. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Yep. All right. That's what I remember about that trip. It was a great, pretty scenic drive and we went to the movies and there were a lot of- um, Oh, we did go to the movies. You're totally right. I forgot about that. There were a lot of Amish. Uh, yeah. There was a lot of Amish and um, uh, Mennonites. Yes. Yeah. A lot of Mennonites in Virginia. Yes. Which was cool. It was cool to see the wagons. And Mennonites things. are a little different from from Amish because right. Mennonites actually uh, they still embrace certain technologies. Oh, okay. Whereas Amish are just like, uh-uh. cool. Unless they have to, I think they have to put uh, taillights on their buggies or something like right, that. Right, right. Reflective. Mennonites are a little bit like they they wear they wear um, modern clothes, but the, like the girls still wear the bonnets or whatever. Oh. Don't quote me on that. Okay. I don't know that for sure, but I'm pretty sure that's the difference. I'll look it up. Yeah, we can look it up. Yeah, it was was a good trip. It was a good trip. Um, Do you remember why you went with us? (laughs) Because like going to a race, you know, like basically uh, as soon as I got married, as soon as, as soon as my wife and I like made it official. Yeah. She stopped coming to races with me (laughs) up until that point. It was three years before we got married up until that point. She was with me at almost every single race. Yeah. But then after we legit like tied the knot officially, I I don't think she went to a race with me again until like Emerson and I went to a race in Chicago a couple yeah. years ago. She she's dedicated. Okay, I'm just wondering because I was just trying to figure out why you went. I think I think it was just like an opportunity for us to hang out. Okay, you know, which was few and far between. That's true. You know, that's yeah. what I th- that's what I recall. Yeah. So for the listeners, my sister lived with my dad, and I lived in Omaha with my mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took a while, but Margie finally moved back to Omaha, mm-hmm. what, five years ago? 
Oh yeah. Well, six I mean, years I, ago. Yeah, I moved back for school. Seven years and ago, and I moved away for jobs, and now I'm officially back like four or five years now. Mm. Uh, you went to University of Nebraska Kearney for a semester. For yeah. a semester, yes. yeah. How was that? Uh, the marching band experience was awesome. Because <laughs> I just I just drove through. I just I came back from Kansas and I popped up on Interstate 80 at Kearney. Oh, okay. So you came through there. There's literally nothing no, out there. No, there's not a lot out there. No. I don't know if I could do it. No, I mean, but I was busy. I was nerdy with band. Okay, all right, that's. Good. I'm literally wearing my Kearney band shirt. You are? Yeah, right now. It's funny you say that. Oh, you are. <laughs> so we haven't officially started the show show because Will's not here because. Somebody forgot to mention to him on Saturday that I wanted to do a show on the first Monday of the month. We're normally not having a show tonight, but uh, I wanted to do the giveaway um, that we promised last week. So, um, so I have a couple cars here. So we've got a a Tamiya Bush Devil Two ready to run truck that uh, is going to go to uh, one of our Patreon members. It's ready to run. It's got the radio. It's built. It's uh, it's ready to go. So one of our one of our eleven Patreon members um, is going to be in the drawing for that. We're going to do a random number number generator, and then for the commenters from last week, uh, all you know how I asked to uh, basically if you commented, you're going to be put in the drawing for a giveaway. And I know that I said a double XCR, um, but then I went and I started looking at all my stuff, and uh, I was kind of like, you know. This one's not very good. And so I didn't want to give anybody like a junky double XCR. And then my other double XCR, I'm sorry, I'm not giving away. That one's mine. <laughs> and and so I started looking at other stuff that I had. And I actually have a Traxxas uh, TRX-3. So this is uh, a complete, by the way, except for the body, I guess, and the battery strap. So it's not totally complete. But this is a, this is a Traxxas... Um, race car from back when Traxxas tried to do race cars and uh, I believe it's the third iteration of it and uh, it's pretty valuable. Um, I'm just not a Traxxas fanatic so you're not going to see me go crazy about about Traxxas stuff. I got this from a buddy of mine named Chris Catlett. He's my best friend. He's my best man at my wedding Um, and uh, he races on and off. His kid's doing go-kart stuff right now Um, but this is going to go. I'm going to draw this. uh, This is going to be given away to one of the people who commented uh, last week's show. So I've got them all written out right here. We're going to do a random number generator when Will gets on here. I said I would do it, so we're going to do it. So, um, And then if it's uh, somebody who's, I need to ship, they'll ship it to you. It'll be fine. Everything's going to be fine. So um, we, uh, what did we do today? We uh, did some video for an upcoming video on the uh, 2021 uh, Axial uh, Bronco. The Axial 2021 Ford Bronco. There we go. Uh, we did some video of that in the studio today, kind of like we did the uh, the Jeep um, Gladiator um, video. And then um, my sister and I went out and we got some good shots. Margie drove. Margie drove. Oh, yeah, I drove. What'd you think? Uh, it was fun. I haven't done it in a really long time. Yeah, when's the last time you've driven an RC car? Uh, not since I was maybe 12. Uh. It's been a really long time. Did you ever see Dad... Did you ever see when I gave my dad, when our, our dad, a controller? No. Tell yeah. me more. So uh, it was in Valley Falls. Okay. And I time. had my Jerex Pro. Uh-huh. And uh, 
I handed it over to my dad and you would never believe that he, 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 he bossed that thing. Really? Yeah. Remember how we All had, right. remember the driveway, how it, uh, you had the street or the highway or whatever it is. And then the driveway was curved and it was all gravel. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he, and I would used to do circles around that. Right. Uh-huh. And so I gave it to him and he did the same thing. He would did circles through it and he like drifted it through the rocks and everything. Crazy. Dude. That's what I thought. I was like, wow. Like, how come we've never done this together? <laughs> like we should get my, I was like thinking back then I was like, we should get you a car. Mm-hmm. But uh, nope, that never happened. Mm. It was all for you. It was all for me. Yeah. We used to live in Valley Falls, Kansas. Yes. For nine months. Yes. Nine months. Nine wonderful months. Yeah. we. You know, I didn't even realize that we lived in a double wide trailer until many years later. Oh. Hey, good news. Yeah. We did have Will. Oh, he's back. Oh, we got Will? Yeah, I'm yes. Here. Yeah, I was going to text you. Oh, there he is. There he is. Yay. Yay. Hey. I'm going to go now. Bye. All right. My sister okay. was filling in for you. Oh, that's cool. So I heard you talking about like stuff to give away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I have four bodies here that I'm willing to part with. Oh, man. So it's kind of like whoever wins one of my bodies, you get to pick. Well, as long as they're on. Yeah, as long as they're on. Who? How many people are watching? Uh, right now, 20. Yeah. So this is the first one. This is a B-74 body. These are the ones that have st like all the stickers on them and stuff. Yeah. Still. Like and some the, of them I took the stickers And the Jamie off, stickers but, too. The Jamie, yeah. Jamie stickers are important. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that one. This is a kit body for a B-6. Uh, I don't remember... This might have been my Reedy Race body or my last Reedy Race body. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. And then there's this this one. I think that's a P2K mm -hmm. body. I know I had this one at the Reedy Race. I had a few different ones that I took with me to that one. So there's that one. And uh, there's this F2 body. That's all. This is my practice body for a while. Nice. But anyway, so cool. I guess you get to pick one. How's it going, by the way? Oh, fine. I'm fine. sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to like, like spontaneously jump this one on you tonight. Oh, it's okay. I I didn't think we were doing one. No, we don't really just, don't. But but I right. I felt I I was like I I I thought I was gonna mention to you Saturday or talk to you about it on Saturday. I must have totally forgot because um. Because we yeah. missed, we missed yeah, two. Yeah, you did. Yeah, well, we missed two of them. <laughs> we missed two of them in March. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, ah, missing another one. I don't know if I want to miss another one right now. Yeah. Plus, we had That's such fine. a good weekend. I did. I just, I felt like, I felt like we needed to get one another one in. Oh, I know why we needed to get another. One. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. Another, we sure. 96 entries mm -hmm. for a club race. Come on. Yeah. Sure. Come on. I wonder how many other tracks had 96 entries at their club race this weekend. Not, right not. not many. Not many. Hey, this is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. And uh, with me, as always, Will Brinton. And uh, we're here to talk about Hobbyflex stuff and uh, maybe maybe other stuff if we can think of it. 
I don't know. What else was going on this weekend? Was there anything going on this weekend in the RC that world? Drag, that drag race. Oh, hell yeah. I forgot all about that. The uh, king of drag or something. Mm-hmm. $20,000. And she did a 1.6 second pass, which is insanity. I mean, that's yeah. really fast. Also, if you watch the video of the, she didn't even need to go that fast because the other guy stripped a spur gear like halfway down this, halfway down. Oh, really? Yeah. God. Man, I hate to be that guy. Dude. And then, uh, guess what dropped at the same time that that was going on and I freaked out about? It was April Fool's. That's right. Yeah. It was Friday. What's new? Team Associated just released their mid-motor, not released, but they announced their uh, mid-motor drag car. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, guess who's getting one? Oh, yeah. I wasn't I, even going to drag race this year. I, I don't know if I'm going to... I might get one. I don't know. The thing is, is it's like you just got to be all in on that. It's just like, ugh. I just want to drive down the street, you know? Dude, I'm, I'm super excited right now because I had plans. I After last year drag racing i i kind of got the bug a little bit but i also mm -hmm. i also kind of felt like my dr10 setup that it was on it 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 was kind of at its peak for me like i couldn't make it go faster without spending tons of money on other on more stuff and so um i sold it and then i was going to get the r1 car and then i changed my mind i'm like ah i started adding it up in my head and it was r1 car plus the body mounts plus the uh um wheelie bar plus a new motor um because i think i already have a speed controller or two and then i was like shoot and then i gotta get uh the associated builders kit to go along with it i mean it's gonna be like 1500 bucks mm -hmm. and i don't have 1500 bucks so yeah. i wasn't gonna do it so i emailed her i emailed team associate was like hey if this is legit you can put the hobby plugs down for five of them because i'm gonna buy one and i uh, got an email back that said yep we'll do it we got you down for five. So we got, we got five coming to the Hobbyplex. There's going to be four available because I'm going to buy the other one. Nice. They're only three, cool. 379, dude. That's really, that's a, that's price competitive with like a two wheel buggy kit. The builder's kit is 259. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. That's the way to go, man. man. Like, does it come with that new super cool clutch deal? Yes. The Octolock stuff, dude. That's so with the DR10. That was my problem. So I could get my car to go straight, but all that power being unloaded into the stock slipper clutch assembly made that thing squeal like crazy. But if I tightened it up, it, it would basically lock and then my car wouldn't go straight anymore. So I had to have it backed off a little bit. I never could find the sweet spot to have it slip where I needed it to and then engage when I needed it to. It basically slipped down the entire way with a 3.5 in it. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited about that. That's going to be, that's going to be a game changer for me personally. I'm, I'm just, I'm just really excited about it. Cause I wasn't going to drag race this year. Cause I just didn't feel like it, but I was going to take Emerson with his 22 and uh, do the 17, five and the 13, five classes. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I, I dig drag racing. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, I just, it, it just, the like, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it. all. I know. Yeah. That's, yeah. I've said, I might've said this before, but what I like about drag racing is the same reason why I like crawling is because mm -hmm. unlike racing, which racing is always gonna be my first love, but unlike racing where there's 10 cars in the track and inevitably something's going to happen where you're going to run into somebody or, you, or you're going to get hit by somebody or somebody's going to crash in front of you. 
or a marshal's going to step in front of your car. I mean, there's all these different variables that can happen in racing to basically screw up your day, right? Or, or, or make the finish out of your control, right? With drag yeah. racing and crawling, it's pretty much up to me. It's a, it, that's it. it if, if I suck at it, I suck at it. Or if I do really awesome, it's, it's all comes down to me. There really isn't that much variable from other people. That's why I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, the challenge of getting it to go straight and then you got to get it to go fast, you know, and got to get downforce just right and get your tires chirped out and you got to learn it. You got to do it. Yeah. So the drag racing thing, um, what was her name? I forgot. I don't know. I think, I, I think it too. I'm pretty sure Bob Hamilton painted that body. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Isn't that neat? Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. So I don't know. I, we, we remember we talked about going to that Topeka thing last year. Yeah. And then it just kind of changed our minds. I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm not sure if I'll be ready to travel to one of those. Yeah. Ever. It's kind of like yeah. carpet off-road. I don't really travel. I'm not going to travel for a carpet off-road race. I don't know if I'm going to travel to a drag racing event. I might change my mind. If this car, if I'm comfortable with it, you know, it could be cool to go to one of those. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. We'll see. They do. They do drag racing. Um, there's like a club or something, I believe, in Kearney or Grand Island. And then there's a club that does it uh, in a parking lot in Sioux City. I could do that. I could go to one of those. That's not yeah. that far. So mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Jackson's going to see Alice Cooper. Yeah. And Buck Cherry. Apparently. Where's this at? I don't know. So I took I took him home the other night and I was, he he met Alice Cooper, I guess. His his dad's like a big Alice Cooper fan. And uh I was like, dude, were you like, we're not worthy? We're not worthy. He had no idea, and, did he? And, no, he did no idea. I was like, terrible. Were, were you like, uh, does this guy know how to party or what? <laughs> like, that's the first thing I would have said. I know. Like, like, do you think Alice Cooper gets tired of that? No. Why would he? I, yeah. I, I, I plan on wearing that out for him. Like if I ever meet him, like I'm wearing it's like, it out. It's like, uh, Cameron and Logan have never seen the movie roadhouse. <laughs> yeah. And so whenever I, whenever I like, cause Emerson, Emerson's got the long hair thing going still. And so, uh, and then I always, when Dalton Conrad's racing, I'm always like, ah, I thought he'd be bigger, you know, and mm-hmm. they just don't get it. Cause that, yeah. how can you not see the movie roadhouse though? I don't know. You haven't seen clerks. So well, that's true. Okay, fine. Saying. All right. <laughs> it just seems like roadhouse is always on TV. Yeah. Clerks isn't yeah. on TV that much. Random number generator okay uh let me see 15 did i tell you did i show you what we're doing well, yeah but who are they win- what are they winning all right yeah that's what i want to do okay so uh for the show so i wrote down every there was 15 people that commented total last week which i thought there'd be a lot more but if you actually scroll through it was only 15 people that were in the chat the chat room from last week's show is going to receive this trx3 Mm-hmm. from my personal collection of vintage cars. Mm-hmm. Does it have a body? It does not have a body. It does have a wing, though, and the wing mounts, which is pretty pretty rare. 
but um, has a has a valvoline wing. Yeah, it has a valvoline. Well, here's the deal. So Chris Catlett, Chris, Chris Catlett gave me this. He's pretty much out of RC cars altogether. Um, him and his son are doing go karts now, um, and and I cherish it because it was a gift from him. But I also am not a huge Traxxas fan. And mm-hmm. this thing's worth quite a bit of money. <laughs> like yeah. I've been tempted several times to put it on, last year to put it on eBay before all the whole, they changed the whole tax thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, nah, I can't do that. Cause Chris gave it to me. So I'm going to pass it on. Uh, it's still got cobwebs on it and stuff, but mm-hmm. what's cool about this car. Okay. Is that if you look at it and look close enough. Um, so the a arms, and the spindles and the hubs and the rear hubs and the mm-hmm. rear universals and the rear A-arms and the front bulkhead. I mean, this is all Traxxas Bandit stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, like th- these molds must have been in existence now for a super long time. Mm-hmm. So I think this is really cool. I was going to do the double XCR thing because I have three of them. But I looked at the one that I just got. That's the third one. And there's pieces on it that I wanted to put on my other car. And then I didn't have time to to do everything yeah. that I wanted to do. So this is a better deal anyways because this is a, an actual complete car. And, and again, it, it it's it's a good... What kind of value are we looking at here? How much is quite a bit of money? Uh, the way it sits, I, I bet you I could have gotten 300 bucks on eBay for it last year. That's uh, legitimately that's because these are and pretty that's last year. It must have gone up. In well, value. maybe these are just up. rare to find in this form. They're they're It's mm-hmm. it's complete. You just don't see. Them. Yeah, you just don't see them mm-hmm. that often. Uh, OK. And then for the Patreon members, there's 11 Patreon members. I have a complete ready to run uh, with radio and controller, a Tamiya Bush Devil. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a two wheel drive. A stadium truck with kind of like a Blackfoot body on it. It's like their version of the Stampede, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. That thing's cool. I actually had another one that had a Subaru Brat body on it. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to give that one away. Mm-hmm. I like that one. It's too cool. Okay. All right. So uh, let's do the show first. Which one's the show? Uh, yeah, which one's the show? Is, is that 20 is, out of 20 some people? Out of, out of 15. Out of 15? That's, yeah. Wh- wh- why 15? Because there was 15 people that commented. Oh, so yeah. there's, wait a minute. So there's 23 people watching right now? No, no, this is from last week. Oh, from last See, week. See, last week we said that if if uh, if you comment, you're in the drawing. Okay, all right. And out, okay. Of, and out of all the comments, there was 15 people total, which seems really low to me, but I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, what the heck? You snooze, you lose. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and then, and then we'll do, uh, the Patreon one we can do at the end. So we'll, we'll do the car first and then we'll go, th- we'll, we'll do your bodies. Okay. Do you want to do just one of your bodies or do you want to do all four? I was planning on doing one and letting whoever won. Okay. Pick. We can do that. Good. All right. Hopefully they're on here. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Random well, number. It'll be, it'll be somebody on here. So yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, number eight. Drums, please. <laughs> Rod Case. You're a winner. Rod Case, you have won my vintage Traxxas, my vintage Traxxas car. Wow. Rod Case. Nice. He, he'll appreciate that. Yep. Rod Case. And you don't have to ship it. That's true. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> you should be there, but see? Rod Case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's awesome. 
let's do let's do your body. Here we okay. go. Uh, random number generator number two. Number seven. Drums, please. <laughs> Uh, Steve R.C. You're a winner. Steve oh, okay. Eichler. Okay. Steve cool. Eichler. He's going to get a choice. Yeah. Of, Is he listening uh, right now? I don't know. I didn't see if he was on here or not. And Steve, comment if you're, or just text me. Yeah. Just text me which one you want. Steve Eichler. Dude, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't, we don't have to ship anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we got the yeah. answer chart. All right. Random number generator. For the Patreons. For the Patreon members. This is a big one. This is a, uh, this is a Tamiya truck. So one out of 11. You guys can see that. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Number three. Drums, please. Nick Sneathan. Nick Sneathan. You're a winner. He became yes. a Patreon member uh, two weeks ago to listen to the interview. Oh, nice. Yeah. The interview? <laughs> the interview, yeah. That's a great movie. Love that movie. Yeah. I think it's a great movie. That's a good one. The best part of the movie is the end when um, uh, Katy Perry's song is playing as uh, Kim Jong-un gets blown up. God, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. So there you go. So I got Nick Sneathan, Patreon member, gets the truck. Uh, Steve Eichler gets one of your bodies. And Rod Case... Gets to gets to take home the uh, the cool car. Nice. There you go. Just for the record, it picked number eight again, which which doesn't seem very random to me. No, like it went eight seven eight. Not so random number yeah. generator. So uh, we'll, see, we'll have to use a better be, one. We'll have to, we'll have to use some dice next time. Yeah, I was thinking mm-hmm. dice, a whole bunch of sided dice. Yeah, but it was a little. Use a d twenty. It was a little late for that. Mm-hmm. It was all you magic the gathering guys. Oh yeah. I don't even see. I don't need, I sell, I'm sell. I'm in charge of that section. I don't even know what you meant. You don't know what a D 20 is. It's a 20 sided dice and you use it as your counter. Oh, for your, for your, uh, life. Wasn't D 20, the name of Eminem's group that he was. I don't know. For a little while. Yeah. It might be a D and D reference. Mm. I used to keep a D 20 in my pocket. Uh, when I worked at Hobby Town for decision making, so I'd roll it and be like, uh, <laughs> like Dungeons and Dragons. D and D. I was playing the D and D song from um, this comedian. Uh, gosh, what's his name? Steve something something. Oh, D twelve. D twelve was the uh, was the the Eminem uh, group. Sorry, shows you how much I know. Well, anyway, but yeah, I used to keep a D twenty in my pocket to make make decisions like a true nerd because oh. I thought it was really I thought it was really funny. Oh, like you would like you would in Dungeons and Dragons, you have to roll this beside your fate. I you have no idea what I'm talking. I don't. About. I feel like I need. See, we have a, <laughs> we have a D and D starter set that I got at the Plex. We've actually sold a couple of. I feel like I need to buy that and actually like have a D and D game, so I know some of this stuff. But then I'm like, eh. I don't know. I I did. I never thought it was like. I just thought it was really funny to do. Like, no, it is funny. It's a funny thing. <laughs> All right, so there you go, guys. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Nick's a new Patreon member too. He's like three weeks. So there you go. So he is happy. Sorry, Peter. Peter. <laughs> I think Peter's our oldest. 
poor Peter. Yeah, Nick Nuthouse. Yeah, Nick Nuthouse and Peter both uh, both signed up on the same day. Yeah, Jason Haley was like third, I think. Yeah, he was a uh, he was one of the top, one of the first three, one of the early adopters, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of the Patreon, uh, I finally reordered our Hobbyplex stickers. So oh, there's there's nice. a couple uh, there's a couple new Patreon members that I owe stickers to. So uh, I should be mm-hmm. getting that this week. I hope. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Uh, hey, did you know that this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group? Oh really? Huh. Yeah, uh, you already own a home. Mm-hmm. I do too. So I don't really need to use them anymore. But we did use them. We actually uh, refinanced our house. So there you go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you can get a hold of them at uh, pivotlending.com. And then you can get, call them and you can ask for uh, Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad. I actually lost my train of thought during that one. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, David. I'm, I'm a terrible. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Uh, anyways, mention our show and get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off of your interest rate. Hey, can I break in for a sec? Yeah, go for it. Why? Is Aiden Olsen a bodybuilder? Yeah. I didn't know that. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, the I, he's so Aiden Olsen's gotten super buff because he's, he's doing this body bodybuilding um, competition. And uh, he was here for a carpet race a couple of weeks ago and I hadn't seen him in a while. And I was like, Oh my God, like not only have you grown up, but you've like, you've like, you know, muscled up big time. And then his dad like showed me pictures last week during, during the show. And I stopped and looked at him. I was like, who the hell is that? And then I realized it was Aiden. I'm like, Holy crap, dude. Right. Wow. David also posted pictures on Facebook. And I was, yeah. Wow. Who the hell is that kid? He is super buff. Like, like he's got like an eight pack, like you could like like smoke ribs off that thing. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. It's very impressive. And Aiden's somewhat got a personality, so that goes a long way with a nice you know, body. It goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, personality and so, empathy. He, I wonder if he's having fun up there. If you know what I'm saying. God, I hope so. The winner is. We want to talk about racing this week? Yeah, we can. Okay. Uh, we had 96 entries for a club race. Yeah. And we finished it with a not-so-super-secret practice session till midnight. Yeah, I left at 11. Yeah, I saw. It was a long day for me. Yeah. What did you work on during the practice session, super-secret practice session? Anything? Just my two-wheel. My, my truck's decent. Yeah, your truck um, looked good. But I have some stuff I want to do in my truck, but... I almost want to have like a practice motor. Like, a, oh. like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to keep wasting my motor, but like, uh, uh, I kind of got my motor hot in the main. Like it didn't get hot, hot, but it was hot. You know what I mean? Like, but I was pulling on that thing pretty hard the whole race. But, um, but yeah, I pretty much just worked on my two wheel. Um, trying to get it to turn more. Um, I ended up shortening my rear length. And uh, there's yeah. a something that Jackson actually recommended that I do to try to get it to turn more. I was like, ah, why didn't I think of that? But um, just trying to get more steering out of it. I went to narrower hexes in the rear before the main, and that helped. But as soon as my rear tires slicked out a little bit, like it was just like so locked in, I I lost too much steering to go fast. But even with the tire, the same tires on it, they're slicked out. Um, I got my car to do. 
and with the track being uh like kind of like extra dusty cars everywhere i managed to get i think it was a 23.5 or 23.6 with my two wheel so feeling pretty good about that um i think that if i replaced my axles or my drivetrain and make sure the tires are balanced like i my car should be pretty good like it should do what i want it to do so but yeah it's it's it definitely uh it it just pushed a little bit too much um once the i lost the tire balance but um i think it's there um but like in that the practice is more for like get seeing what feeling you like more so than like trying to see how many how what kind of fast lap you could do a lot of skill differences out there. So one, you're kind of dodging cars every, every lap. Um, people running all over the track, getting their car and, um, a lot of dust, you know, getting pulled out and everything. So I think that in like race condition, my car would have been even faster than that. But I mean, it, it, it felt pretty good. I liked yeah. it that way. I had plans to work on my two wheel drive. Um, I was actually going to run all of my batteries and time them just to see if I run into a situation where maybe my batteries are getting soft. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tires that I had on my car were so good that I didn't want to run them anymore. And then the tires that I had taken off earlier were so bad that it would have been pointless. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, do I really need to do this? You know, so a couple weeks ago, you know, I had those different shocks in the back Mm -hmm. and it made my car not very good. Yeah. So I have two sets of shocks now. Uh, I've got the non Kashima and then I bought the Kashima set Mm -hmm. and I put those together and I put those back in my car. So my car had the right size, everything that it was supposed to. And, uh, dude, my car was, car was pretty darn good Saturday. So I didn't really want to mess with it. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I didn't feel like I would I was a good idea. So I left it alone and uh, my four wheel drive was actually pretty good. I changed the front shock oil in mine because uh, just because my one of my shocks was leaking for some reason. So I replaced the seals and got that going. And uh, um, I've got some stuff coming this week for my car. So I really didn't need to work on my four wheel drive at all. My 13 five four wheel drive. So um, actually worked on Emerson's car mm-hmm. and uh, his car. Uh, we hadn't touched. It was out of the box from the DC race roller mm-hmm. that you can buy where it's already built for you. And I had taken that car and I'd ran it that last, uh, the crash in out of the box with no changes. And it, dude, it was actually pretty darn good. I thought, mm-hmm. and then, um, I put a ball diff in it and basically gave it to Emerson. Got, you know, we, we changed right height and all that sort of thing, obviously. And he went out and drove it that first week, uh, with us. And then he broke in the main, he was in mm-hmm. the B main and he broke it. And just watching his car, because he was in a different qualifier, his car just never looked like it got into the track at all. It just it's, it just looked like it skated a little bit on top. And so uh, we made some pretty drastic changes. We, uh, um, we softened up the rear end. Um, we, uh, so we changed the shock oil front and back. We, I made it put a longer link on the front of his car. I um, changed his uh, axle and, trans- and, and, and uh, diff height to more in line with what we're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, so we could get all that squared away. And, uh, by the time we were done, uh, we, we, we ended up rolling out of there about 10 o'clock, um, on on the track and I was down watching them and marshalling and stuff. His car looked way better 
And he was able to do a 24-9. And for somebody who hasn't done two-wheel drive in a while, um, I thought that was pretty good. So, mm-hmm. And his car visibly just looked better. So I was pretty happy with that. But that's about it. That's about all I did. I watched a lot of other people going in and out and changing stuff. And it was a good, it was a good time. Yeah. Can dogs eat raisin bran? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay. One, one, or Dasha just pulled a box of raisin bran down. Oh, isn't, aren't raisins a natural laxative? I don't know. Oh. Uh, maybe she shouldn't have that. Give me a second. (laughs) It's going to, it's going to poop all over your floor, man. Hey. Ah, I got to say poop again. Yay. Dogs can't have no raisin bran. Raisin people's people shouldn't even eat raisins. Not a huge fan of raisins. Hey, uh, right. the Diary chat averted. the uh, the chat uh, just uh-huh. said, I didn't know this at all. Uh, most all the chat started chiming in. No raisins. Uh, grape skin is poison for dogs. Ooh. So, yeah, good thing I saved my dog's yeah, good life thing you save your dog's life. I would have felt terrible, but I'm like, ah, just let it eat the raisin. It'll be fine. No grapes, no raisins. I didn't know that. Oh, there she is. This is that one that slept with you. Yeah, that I freaked out because <laughs> I thought I killed it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, can't have no raisin bran. Can't, no raisin bran. can't have no raisin bran. <laughs> <laughs> raisins are the dirtiest food in the planet, says Jason Haley. Yeah. That's why. We, so, is no, this, human, so is this dog. She's yeah. a dirty dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so your stadium truck main was up next, uh, was up first. Um, looked like you hot-lapped the field um, by five-tenths of a second, started first, finished first. Um, Tommy Smith got his truck working. He bought a truck from Plex and uh, got it rolling and was right there for most of yeah. qualifying right there with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Wade Garing was third. Uh, Brian Cox was fourth, Brady Papanow, Cody Mosier, Jason Haley, and Andrew Thomas. Andrew, I think he broke out or something happened to his truck. Yeah, I uh, when I was passing him and somebody else uh, came down on the uh, the roller before the, the big jump. And uh, his car had, like landed off of that and sheared a gear in the transmission or something. Or motor slid, something like that. So that was a bummer. But it's good to see Andrew back. I don't think he'd been in the track in a couple weeks. Yeah. Plexbeck, Plexbeck was uh, Ryan Nemec getting the TQ and win. Uh, Sawyer Haley with a good finish, uh, qualified third, finished second. Lily uh, Kaziski qualified fourth, finished third. Uh, Riker Haley was fifth. Um, Alex Eichler was fifth. He had to drive his dad's car, the rear motor RB10, because um, I think he broke his car in, in, in warm-up. Aww. So that was a little different, going from a fast mid-motor to that. And then Eli Vanderleest uh, with a slash was six. And then Steve, of course, didn't race because he handed his car off to Alex. So, um, but uh, Ryan Nemec looking pretty good. Um, those guys have got all new B63s from the Plex uh, this Christmas. Wow. Yeah. Um, 13.5 four wheel drive. Uh, so I got the TQ and win. Um, it wasn't easy. Cole Hendrickson is pretty much on my butt the whole time until maybe the last. 30 seconds or so he wrecked in a spot and the marshal didn't see him that fast. And, uh, I could kind of take a breath after that. And I was, I was, I was holding, I was holding my cheeks together pretty hard for most of that race. 
Uh, Nick Pavel was third. Chance Rolke was fourth. Uh, Tyler Brinkerhoff uh, had a rough day in qualifying, but came up to finish fifth. So that's pretty good. D- same thing for Dayton Mosier. He got the bump. Um, he broke twice. He broke in both qualifiers. Had to come up through the B main uh, to get sixth. Uh, Daniel Bender was seventh. Peebler was eighth. Corey Tanhill was ninth. And Matt Mosier was tenth. I just, my car kind of gets slow the last minute. And it, it used and it, the week before it got slow the last two minutes. Mm. So I'm getting closer to getting it kind of leveled out. And yeah. I, th- I think, I think when we change the track and it's a little bit smaller, I think I can gear down a tooth. I, I went up a tooth on my, uh, stadium truck. Yeah. My truck and then turn the timing up and that thing got really hot. Yeah. Just one tooth, but I don't know. I mean, I kind of wonder if maybe I'm, I'm pulling on it like, harder than most and that's why i might need to yeah. gear it doesn't you know you know what i mean yeah well it's weird because when i had my 22x4 i started off with a pretty high gear and the 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 i kept i kept dropping a tooth and my car got faster mm-hmm. but this car is the opposite i started low and it's slow and then i every time i gear up a tooth it goes faster and i when we had that triple in practice i was i was i was like timing how long how long I could do the triple four with each, with each pinion gear setup I had. Mm-hmm. And basically the, the a gear higher than what I had now, it was way early. And the gear before I couldn't even do it. So I found that sweet spot where I could do it. But like I said, I think, I think once, once we put the track back to its normal summertime form where we get rid of two lanes and kind of bring it in a little bit. Some there's marshals are closer together and, the lap times are more in the 20, 21 second range. Mm-hmm. I think, I think gearing down one teeth will do my car a lot of good. Yeah. I ran 20, 2378 was what I ran before. And I went to a 24. I'll have to remember that. Cause I got to get Emerson's 13, five truck going. Yeah. I'm going to run, run a 23 and, uh, turn my timing down a little bit, but I think that that's, pretty decent i don't know i might yeah. order another motor just to have because i'm used to just getting a motor and running it right it's just my motor like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah could you still touch the motor you can hold your th- thumb on it it got hot uh okay. dave peebler told me i might need to move my fan or add one. Oh, but i haven't even tempted mine yet i mean i got one fan that's blown the whole time or at the end of the race i can hold i can put my finger on the motor and it doesn't burn me so yeah. I, I, I never thought that my motor was getting that hot. Because I know usually the touch test is, you know, the layman's way of doing it. What sucks, I got a, I got a temp gun too, and I, I don't even bring it out. Yeah, I don't. It's dumb. But it's like by the time you get the body off and everything. Sure. It's like, that's what somebody should work on is like a temper, temperature probe. Yeah. That like sticks on it, like you glue it to your motor or something. But I just have that fan there blowing oh. on it and I don't know. You thinking like a waterfall fan maybe? I don't I don't know. Do I want to do all that? I don't know. Like on my on my carpet car, I put a fan, I cut some slipper? of this out. Yeah, and I had it blowing this way. Yeah. So maybe I have like two fans and uh blow blow both directions across this thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that'd be the thing to do. There's my big old transponder. Yep. <laughs> uh, Emerson's got my old one, my old big one. He's running that right now. The eight zero 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 five one. 
Uh, we had a we had a mod four wheel drive class, dude. Yeah, we had two like heats. A legit one. Yeah, Jackson Anderson snuck up there and got the win. Uh, yeah, it was two tenths of a second in front of Vanderbeek. So Alex missed the first qualifier and then kind of had a rough second and uh, started from the back, but he was up there pretty quickly. Uh, Mason Herrick, uh, Mason and Connick came up. Mason and Connor Herrick came up from Kansas. Uh, to join us, and uh, I believe they spent some quality time out on the track after the race was over as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he was your TQ, ended up finishing third. Um, Brandon Carney, um, the super fast carpet dude from from Fort Dodge, but also uh, I don't know if I can call him that anymore because he ran a full season of techno on the yeah, dirt just, with the eight scale. He's now just, he's now he's just a regular fast RC dude. car guy. Yeah, he's RC car guy. Uh, was fourth. Dustin Hosick got fifth. Mitchell Pavel was uh, was sixth. You know, Mitchell had a fast four wheel drive car. Like he was up there. If if he could just get his head out of his butt sometimes and not wreck in, in the wrong spot at the wrong time, like he's he he was whipping out some pretty fast laps and hanging. He was um, hanging in there with Alex and Jackson and those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan Hartshorn, Connor Herrick, Owen Vanderbeek. He broke on lap one. He was up there as well at the start. Um, in fact, I think it was, he was holding his bro off before that happened because Alex had already like shuffled up to like fifth. And I think Owen was running fourth or third or something like that. And Owen was like, not going to let him go. <laughs> Cause it's the main, why would you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Tommy, Tommy made the main, but he had to go his daughter's, um, uh, his oldest daughter's prom was that night. So he had to be there to take pictures and all that good stuff. Yeah. And then uh, stock buggy. So we had a nice expert stock turnout. Chance Rolk uh, got the win. Brian Cox, TQ'd, got second. Brinkerhoff, another good finish after kind of a rough day. Uh, finished third. Daniel Bender was the big, for me, Bender was the, the surprise in this one because he, he was up there again. Um, and he only finished three-tenths behind Tyler. But, I mean, he was up there with Chance and Brian for sure. Um, stuff's looking good back on the dirt. Matt Moser was fifth, Rod Case was sixth, and Jerry Doherty was seventh. In mod two wheel drive, uh, you had Alex and Mason. Um, uh, Alex got the TQ and win. Uh, Mason Herrick got second. I finished third. You finished fourth. Cole Hendrickson from the eight to the five uh, finished fifth. Owen Vanderbeek uh, for six. Mac was seventh. Jackson was eighth. Brandon was ninth. And again, Tommy wasn't there. So that was a good race. That's probably one of the better races all year so far. For us, yeah. So far. I mean, just, just in general. But And then between you and I, that was definitely one of the better races. Yeah, that was like one of the best races we've like, ever had. It was like no contact, nose to tail for almost the entire time. Yeah. Last lap pass. That's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> Your car just did that. It just, it just gave, it just went on this side of the off camber just a little bit too much right there. Yeah. And I was just I there. I just blew that corner. You blew the corner. Like a chump. No, well, you know, I had a chance to get, I had a chance to get second. I was solidly in second with like three or four laps to go. And I, and I, and I flipped it at the end of the whoop section. I was so buttered yeah. about that. Oh, well, but that's, a, that was a good main. I mean, that was just a, not just a, a good race between you and I, but that was just a, I felt like it was a good main for everybody. Cause the track was really good. Mm-hmm. And, the race itself was really clean and fairly close between everybody. And it was just, it was just a good feeling to be in that race again. Yeah. That's what racing is supposed to be. 
I mean, I felt pretty competitive all, all day, but it was kind of nice. I, I did too. I, I, uh, I just couldn't get rolling in that first qualifier and I ended up, didn't I did in the first, first round, didn't the kids go like five thirteen? Yeah. And then they went five eleven in the second one. And I went five thirteen in the, in the second one. And, uh, I felt like if I just could have settled in earlier, I probably could have ran on their pace in that, in that second qualifier. But at my first lap was just a, just a dumpster fire. Like I didn't make any mistakes. I just couldn't like, yeah, like, you know, get everything rolling. My first qualifier was going really good. And then, um, I got in a lap traffic a little bit and then I, shook my radio out of frustration and my battery dropped on the floor on my radio <laughs> because I forgot to put the rubber band back on my radio. So stupid me. Cause I, ever since Minnesota, I've been rubber banding my radio, mm-hmm. the tray on my radio. And then I didn't do it this time. Cause I, my, it was dead. So I had to charge it and I forgot. Mm-hmm. And so then I shook my radio like this, dang it. And then it went kapunk. And I looked down, I'm like, Oh God, not again. And so then I had to walk off the stand. So basically I just had one qualifier. Mm-hmm. Pretty stupid on my part, but my tires didn't wear out. Yeah. <laughs> Get an extra race my, out of them. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's always that. Um, but I might, I'm, I'm leaning towards buying an M17 here shortly. I might, I might, I might do it before we go to adrenaline. You know what I've been thinking about doing? Futaba. I was thinking about going KO. Oh, one of those goofy ones, the, the Elios or whatever they call that. Yeah. The EX one. EX one. I had a, I had a EX one, like the original one, but I don't know. That was, that was a good radio. I liked that thing. Yeah. The throttle pod kept breaking on it. So I just quit running their stuff. I remember. I I do remember when you had that radio. Yeah. I I don't know. For me, it's Sanwa or nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much stuck on Sanwa now. Yeah, they're just it used comfy. To be K- KO comfy. is where it was at a long time ago. I just remember going to the Worlds in sixteen in China, and and just I I I made a point to go over to the radio impound. They still did radio impound, even though everything was on two point four gig. But just because it was a Worlds, but I remember going over there, and I like I literally like had a had a pen and paper, and I was I was putting tally marks for all the radios I saw, mm-hmm. and almost ninety percent of them, well. How did that break down? Maybe maybe 75% of them were Sanwa, then Futaba, and I think there might have been one KO, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Any other brands that were out there, they were not at being used by world-class drivers in touring car. Yeah. So I, that's, when I, that's when it... I remember sitting there going, huh, maybe there's a reason why everybody at the track has Sanwa now, and then that's why I, got, I borrowed yours right after that. Yeah. Yep. I just wanted to see for myself. So let's see. Independent stock buggy. Good turn out of that. We had an A and B main. Uh, Corey Tannehill got the win. And I felt really good for, for Corey. He's put a lot of time in the track, uh, getting his cars stuff. He, he, and he's a carpet. He liked, he raced carpet with four, I think four wheel drive. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, what he did this year. And then, uh, yeah. and then he brought out his two wheel drive for, for this one. So, um, I don't know. It's just good to see, you know, I think it's just be frustrating to sometimes to 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 have your stuff working good, which I know his stuff works good, but um, and then not ever you know not get the result every once in a while. 
Yeah. But because he's pl- definitely a good enough driver. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Matt Mosier, same thing. Um, got second. Andrew Thomas, dude. There he is again. Third place. Jana Peevler got a good finish after a rough day of qualifying. Diego Quintana. There's another kid we can talk about too. You know, you can start to lump him into the mix. He's getting a lot better. He's putting a lot of time at the track. So um, there's another one. Uh, Jerry Doherty, or I'm sorry, Rod Case got sixth. Jerry Doherty was seventh. Dalton Conrad has jumped up into, into independent now. And, and 13.5 four-wheel drive. So I think we're going to see his name popping up there in this class this year. Uh, Nick Pavel um, finished ninth, and Ronnie Wint was 10th. But again, you can kind of see how everything works at the Plex. You, you start off in Plex spec, and then if you get the bug, then you can move your way. You can move your way up, and you see those kids showing up in these results, you know? Mm-hmm. I like it. Then we had a short mini truggy class. Uh, John Haas took the win. Um, he was the only one clearing the big jump again all the way. Like he was like yeah. landing in the pocket. There's a little pocket now that you can land. Mm-hmm. In. Yeah. Uh, Chad Hartshorn was second. Dylan Hartshorn was third. Uh, ben Seedlick was fourth. Diego was running a, a pro four. Um, so he got fifth. And uh, Dalton Conrad was sixth. That's uh, the mains. 96 entries total, 54 drivers. Um, pretty happy with that. It's a good way to. I mean, we, we've already kind of started the, the dirt season, but I felt like the change I made to the track gives us this. This almost felt like a opening day in a way. Yeah, right. Uh, well, in the number of entries, this is the most entries we've had. For know, a long time. For club race. For a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We almost hit unicorn. So if we get 100 entries, we call that the unicorn. Because uh, several years ago, when... Uh, uh, some of the grumpy dirt oval guys were complaining about the off-road um, moving to where it is now and the off and the dirt oval um, moving to where it was now said that um, uh, we have unicorn turnouts. And they were, they were basically saying that we didn't get the turnouts that we were getting. And I'm like, well, didn't you look at the results? So anytime we get over the century mark, which, you know, we used to get in 2012 on a Friday night, 120. Yeah, I, ca- I call it the unicorn. I call it a unicorn. So we almost hit full unicorn. I called it unicorn. Yeah, I think you did call it unicorn. Because mm-hmm. I drew that that mascot. Yeah. Is it Chupacapra? What's the other one we said? Chupa Chupacapra. I don't remember. Is it like 150 entries? Uh, El Chupanibre. I th- I think I used that for a techno series once, and I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So you want? We'll take a pivot break, and then we'll go through the comments, and we'll be done. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. And today we want to talk about the Lock and Shop program that we brought back to you guys in May. And it's important today because interest rates are on the rise. The Fed has determined that they are going to potentially raise interest rates at least two to three times this coming year. And within the dynamics of our industry, we have quantitative easing that's going to be pulled back. So currently, the Treasury has conservatorship over Fannie Mae, and they are purchasing in in the mortgage world, mortgage-backed securities, at a certain rate, a pretty fast rate. And that purchase program has really helped 
to create a market for mortgage-backed securities over the last probably decade and has been uh, one of the big catalysts for driving interest rates down. And it's been announced that not only are they looking to raise interest rates, they're looking to pull back on the purchasing of mortgages, which means that it will be more driven. Rates will be driven by the private sector. And inevitably, that means the rate of return that a private investor is going to want over the government right now is going to be substantially higher. In addition to the quantitative easing being restricted or being pulled back, we also have inflation. And so inflation now, decade over decade, we're seeing inflation move out of that transitory conversation and actually hit the kitchen table economics as far as gas, bread, butter. And with inflation comes higher interest rates, higher returns on everything across the the financial industry. So between the inflationary environment, the quantitative easing environment, and then uh, the rates in conjunction with the inflation, we're going to be in a different world altogether as far as rates this time next year. So why am I talking about the shop and lock program? It allows you to lock in as we see rates moving up dramatically month over month this coming year and even into 2023. You're going to have the ability for $500 to come into our office, complete an application, get pre-approved, and then lock your interest rate, even without finding a home yet. And you'll have 60 days, so two months to find a home. Once you find a home, you have 30 days to close on that home. So for $500, we're going to basically give you 90 days to secure that interest rate. We guarantee that we'll close it within 30 days. If you can guarantee you can find the home within 60 days. Once we close or during that closing process, we will give you a lender credit for the $500. We'll take that $500 off of your closing cost so that it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket to lock that interest rate, use that program. If you do not find anything outside of that period, then there's the $500 charge. Now, that being said, some people are going to say, well, in this market, you can't find a house in 60 days. You'll be surprised how many houses, uh, what the inventory starts to look like here over the next 12 months. Uh, With rates going up, the purchasing power is going to go down and you're going to see people that are sliding outside of those uh, debt ratio parameters or just not qualifying uh, within a higher rate environment. And so there are going to be fewer buyers and that's going to allow you more time to look at the inventory that's out there. So the positive of the higher rate environment and all the things we're talking about, as well as the shop and lock program, does benefit the folks out there that have been out of the market and unable to find anything or put cash down to be that cash buyer. So we're excited to see the opportunities will be growing for that sector of the consumer market here in 2022. So uh, shop and lock program is fantastic for you guys. Let me know if I can help. Give me a call. 402-881-5951. Shoot me a text. Just make sure that you put your name on there and the best way to reach you, whether it's via text or email. And we'll talk to you guys soon. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.
story you are about to see is true. I got to tell you a story. Why? Because yesterday a first happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at the store, a first happened. So, uh, how do I explain this? Where do I start? Okay. So like six months ago, all the price increases started coming down. Right. And, um, a lot of things went up in price and a lot of things that we had in stock went up in price. And instead of going around and repricing everything, which would take forever, um, you know, we've been just selling it at, at what it says on the tag. And I think our staff has done a pretty good job of keeping up with that. Every once in a while, like a, a small item might sneak through and, and somebody will get overcharged what it says and we fix it, you know, we'll fix it. Anyways, so this guy came in last week, wanted to return a telescope, said it didn't work. Now, say what you want. Telescopes either work, telescopes work, right? So I was like, well, that's weird. How does a telescope just not work? And he's like, you can't see anything. And I'm like, well, you know, there's steps that you can take to fix that, to alleviate that. I'm like, did you do this? Did you do this? He's like, yeah, I did all that. I did all that. It doesn't work. So I'm like, all right, well, I made sure everything was there in the box and we were just going to return it because I could just put it back on the shelf. It's fine. Everything looked new. And uh, then we were super busy last Saturday. So I got, I got pulled off on the other side of the store and uh, this person proceeded to return the telescope. Well, it turns out that he got charged the new price instead of the old price that was on the thing. And in that instance, I think our, our, our no cash refund thing doesn't really apply. That's, that's our bad. That's our mistake. I would have fixed it. I'm the store manager. I would have been like, Oh, okay. I would have figured it out. That's our bad. I'll fix it. Well, I wasn't the one helping him and I'm not going to say who was helping him. Um, but, uh, uh, anyways, it turned into a thing and the guy, before I could even head over there to figure out what was going on, the guy stormed off. He left and he like said he was coming back with the sheriff's department or whatever, the cops or whatever. So, because he, he, you know, he's like, you guys are stealing from me. Blah, 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 blah. So he got a gift card for the return. And then I think, I, I think, I think the way that I understood it is there's a, there's a store credit slip out there now with the other, with the difference instead of cash back, which is not the way I would have done it. Right. So anyways, so we're having a pretty good day yesterday. Everything's just standing around. Everything's fine. Sheriffs walk in and they're like, is uh blah, blah, blah here. And I'm like, we don't know who are you talking about. We don't know who you're talking about. He's like, well, we got called here for some sort of a dispute and everybody's sort of looking around like, what are you talking about? I'm like, there wasn't a dispute here today. And the guy pops out of nowhere and he's like, come on out here. And they go outside to talk. So then the sheriff's come in and this poor sheriff's got the receipt. And I'm like, ah, okay. I'm like, I know who this is. Once I saw the guy, I, I knew who it was. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, so I explained to the sheriff what happened. And then I asked the sheriff to kindly tell him that he's never allowed back in our store mm -hmm. because that's bullshit. Like why call the sheriff? You could have just came up and talked to me. I understood the situation. I would have fixed it for you. But in, this mm -hmm. person never even gave me the chance. Nor did he give me the chance last week. I understand why he can be upset because of who, who was helping him and something got crossed up and all that. And I can understand that. But don't call the cops. Oh, don't call I know the, who was helping don't, him. Don't call the sheriff. Don't call the sheriff for something that stupid. Plus, you're wasting their time. They could be out there catching like axe murders and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, 
I did give the guy back his 40 bucks. though. I just, it's the first I've never, I've never had that happen before. Mm-hmm. I've called the sheriff before on a shoplifter. Yeah. But I've never had the cops call on, on us before for just a simple misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. So there's my story. I wanted to tell you the story. Yeah. No, it's uh what day was this? Yesterday, Sunday. Ooh. Yeah. But here's the thing. <sighs> so then I had a headache. This guy stressed me out last night. So, so I, I had a headache basically from that point. I was about four o'clock. So from four to six, then I'm stressing out about it. The new owner's so cool. He's like, he's like, dude, don't let that. Don't worry about it. He's mm-hmm. like, you got it. You took care of it. It's cool. Don't let that guy bring your whole day down. So never had that. I love, I love sharing first on our podcast. And I lied. I told, I told the sheriff I was the owner. Mm. <laughs> Cause I'm like, yeah. I'm not the owner. Why do you need the owner? Yeah. Funny story. The owner walked in like, like, like as the sheriffs were leaving. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny, but I mean, come on, who can't figure out how to get a telescope to work? I don't know. There's instructions. Was it like one of the GPS ones? No, it was a, it was a stand up telescope. Do you take the lens cap off? Well, I mean, you never know, but I've, I've had, uh, I've only had one other person claim that their telescope didn't work. And I said, well, bring it in and I'll look at it. Cause I, I like telescopes. I have one myself and I took it home and, uh, I got it to work very easily. And I even took photos of it that I still have on my phone to show people whenever, uh, whenever they complain that their telescope doesn't work mm-hmm. or they say that. And I'm like, well, I mean, this guy said the same thing and I ended up getting his to work. So I'm like, why don't you just let me see it and I'll get it calibrated and whatever it needs to do, which just happens to be in the instruction manual. But you know how people are. Nobody, nobody mm-hmm. actually reads the instructions. Yeah. You can just throw those away. They're yeah. worthless. So, uh, so anyway, so there you go. Interesting. So the rest of the day I was, I was just waiting for like a one star review. Mm-hmm. And then I was trying to figure out what I was going to say in response to the one star review. Mm-hmm. Because normally if we get a one star review, a lot of times just somebody who didn't get their way and that's, it's not really worth our time. It's time for Hobby Plex. One star reviews. We got a one star review on Facebook from this guy who was complaining that he didn't get his uh, parts in time from online ordering. And I explained to him through messenger, through the messenger, through the store's Facebook thing. I'm like, hey man, you're barking up the wrong tree. We have nothing to do with online ordering. That's corporate. Yeah. Why don't you call mm-hmm. this number? And then the guy proceeded to share my response and complain about my response as a response to the one-star review. And, I, and then I responded, this person clearly has problems understanding basic English. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, had a, we had a guy call in to Firelands one time, and uh, uh, I might have told this story on, on here before. He had he had one of those uh, it was like the fist, fixed pitch like single rotor or like the rotor on top and then the tail rotor helicopters like mm-hmm. the little tiny one like the the FP seventy five I think is what it was yeah he he had one of those and we discontinued him uh, like a year before he called and uh, we couldn't get him anymore we didn't really have we had some parts but not like a whole lot and. Uh, so he he'd bought this thing like two years before he called us, and 
he called and I ended, I think I ended up hanging up on him. Uh, when he called, he, he was like, Hey, I want, want you need to send me a new, new board. This one's defective. I'm like, okay, well, when did you buy this? He's like, well, I bought this uh, two years ago. I'm like, well, I, you know, it's, it's I, I can't send you parts for something you've had for two years. We do sell them on the website, you know? Yeah. He's like, Oh, come on, give me one. There's a dollar. Give me a dollar. Give me a dollar. And he like started like flipping out, like, <laughs> like saying they're only a dollar. Give him a dollar. And I was like, Whoa. And I just hung up on him. You're like, Well, in like a week easy later, there, soldier. Yeah. A week later, um, his uh, life manager, apparently this guy like lived in a halfway house because Aww. of his anger management problems. And I felt pretty bad about it. And I told I told, told the lady to call it like, oh, yeah, you know, I, we sell them, you know, and, uh, like, like I, I can't just give away parts for stuff. that's like super old. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> that was the, that was one time I, I dealt with a, a legitimate person with anger management problems. Uh, one time, uh, one time we got a complaint from to to corporate about us because we wouldn't let uh, somebody on the outdoor dirt track when it was, when it was where holiday bright lights is. Oh yeah. And because it was too muddy Uh huh. and they complained to corporate. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And we yeah. got a call from corporate. <laughs> We're like, what do you want us to do about it? <laughs> yeah. You still can't play on it. It's, it's muddy right now. Yeah. Tracks closed. Come back when dry. Yeah. That was, that was a bad, that was a weird one. I remember that. And the dude that complained, like I knew from way back in the day racing at Rockbrook. What? So I like knew who it was and I'm like, this guy, you gotta be kidding me. Uh-huh. Like, you like call him on your phone. You're like, Hey guy, this is your buddy. Yeah. <laughs> also your friend, pal. Yeah. Hey, pal. <laughs> Don't call me pal, buddy. Yeah. Don't call me buddy guy. I'm not your guy, buddy. Or is it friend? I'm not your guy, friend. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? Let's go through the comments real fast. Peter was on here. Bender was on here. John Haas was on here. Mark Smith was on here. Uh, John Haas was uh, saying how I had a weird looking kickstart because I was actually drinking water. You don't really see that very often. Um, Rob the Mouth Millen uh, was on here. Caden Bairding was on here. Mm. Uh, John Haas says you can't spell drunk without UNK because we were my sister and I were talking about her college days. She oh. she went to uh, University of Nebraska at Kearney for one semester. Mm-hmm. Um, got a whole bunch of guys surprised as you were that we're having a podcast on the first Monday of the month. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was talking to Jason Haley earlier and I was like, oh man, no podcast tonight. No big deal. I'll just like do some stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. and then, Sorry. then you text me like, then you text me like, all right, I'm here. I'm totally here. I'm like, ah. Yeah, it's like first month of the month, dude. And he's like, then I called you. And I, I was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta tell me. <laughs> I yeah, I thought, I thought I was gonna tell you on Saturday. I must have totally spaced it. Yeah, I totally spaced I it. that or I wasn't paying attention because I wasn't, I wasn't in the mood for paying attention really on Saturday. Yeah. Um, but you might have told me. Who knows? I might. Have, I don't think I did actually. Yeah, it was uh, your fault. Nick Steven was on here, so I wonder if he got word that he's uh, got this new Bush Devil truck coming to him. Um, yeah. Mason Herrick. Uh, oh, yeah, the April Fool's Classic. That was another race that happened this weekend. I, oh, didn't, yeah. I didn't see much pub about it, though. 
I don't. I don't even know who went to it. To be honest with you, Ty Testman was there. Tom Rinderneck was oh, there. Oh, I did see video of Ty doing the track. Yeah, uh, Dustin Evans was there. Didn't Dustin win it? I don't know. I didn't I don't see. Remember. I feel really bad. Yeah, uh, me too. Dustin Evans, Dakota is. Let's see, Dustin Evans, Dakota, uh, uh, Lee Setzer. I saw that they were signed up for the uh, INS race now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So we'll have some pros there. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that race is going to be as as big as maybe it should be. Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll get signed up here within. I mean, they got a month. I oh guess. yeah. So I, I think Iceland sign up. Really. Oh, yeah, you know what? You're not on there. You're right. I haven't seen your name yet. All right. Uh, Let's see. Add me in. Yeah. (laughs) Peter Renault, what happened to the Super Secret Pizza practice party? So we did have it. Uh, Rod Case Racing uh, donated some uh, Patreon cash to to order some pizzas. So um, like 80% of the pizzas were on Rod. And uh, it was good. It was good dinner. And uh, check check out his YouTube channel. Yeah. Because like... He does a really good job with that. Yeah. It's nice to see, uh, you know, we do the live stream just, just because, but, uh, um, to actually get, you know, most of the races are, are camera following the leaders and all that good stuff. So it's really good. Oh, uh, Kevin, Kevin just texted or texted me through a Facebook messenger. How do we sign up for the J concepts race? What do you do for our J concepts race? Yeah. He was like, what do I need to do? To get it's not on up? yet. Oh, I'm gonna what race do I need to get signed up? You for? need it for the for the one in Virginia. Oh, I'm not signed up for that. I thought I, I signed up. For Are that. you? I thought I was. Oh, yeah. Ours isn't even up yet. Ninety days. I'm oh. gonna do ninety days. So it'll be in a couple of weeks. We're gonna make an announcement. Say that this race is gonna be live on this date because remember last time, last year I opened it up and like nonchalantly just left it open, and by the time people started realizing that we were gonna have the race, like it was basically closed. So yeah. this time we're going to do it. I'm going to have a specific date. I'm going to tell everybody in advance and that's your chance to get in through RC signup. My, my life would be complete if I could do one of those like pictures with me in my car. Like Will Brinton's going to be at INS in oh, Virginia and I'm yeah, like yeah, holding yeah. my car. <laughs> yeah. Like me. <laughs> so funny. Worth it. No, they should do that. Totally worth it. No. No, they got they got a month. They should start if if like J Concept should start publicizing who's going to be there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like I'm not, I'm nobody, dude. <laughs> that'd be really funny. <laughs> Chance Rolk says he's down for some drag racing. Uh, Brett Wallach's on here. Hey, are we still starting crawler night tomorrow? Uh, the plan is yes. If it's raining, I guess we'll. Uh, We'll go back inside and do 24 scale again. But uh, for now, yep, we're going to be doing it outside. I'm going to ride my scooter to work tomorrow. Um, let's see, going through some stuff again. Everybody congratulating who won the cars and the vehicles. Uh, Margie says, rolling for decision-making is an awesome idea, and she's going to steal it. Steve RC says uh, he didn't realize we were podcasting tonight, so he'll go back and watch the beginning and message Will. Um, uh, let's see. John Haas agrees that, uh, Aiden Olson is jacked. Uh, raisins are not good for dogs. Mm. 
yeah, the more you know. Yeah, Peter Renault says that uh, Plex spec was glorious. It was it was a pretty good main. Uh, Cody Mosier, how hot is really hot? Could you touch the motor still? I think we already talked about that. Yeah, you could hold your thumb on it for a while. I mean, like you and I mean, it wasn't like, ooh, ow, that's hot. It was like, okay, it's warming up. It's uh, that's hot. Yeah. Uh, Hydebreder, Jacob Hydebreder from, uh, he moved to uh, Moline, I think, Iowa. He races over there at Star Collectibles. Um, he's, he doesn't Futaba have a, uh, like a temperature sensor with telemetry? I think Sanwa does too. We just, we just never use them. Well, they, they do. And it's on the radio, but I thought it's just in the receiver. I don't know how that works. Somebody needs to do a video on that, how that dang thing works. Yeah. Like, cause I see it on my radio. When I turn it on. It's like, uh, 75 degrees and it's like, okay, is that the temperature of the radio? Yeah. Or is that the temperature of my receiver oh, yeah. or is it in the transponder or me? No, no, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, John Haas says super uneventful lower mains too. Thanks. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, RC, yeah, but no, but RC, yeah. RC cars. RC cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to tell myself that even. Uh, Peter wants to know, is your dirt uh, track really clay? Because it really looks like clay. It is absolutely clay. 100% clay. It's molding who clay. Want, who wants to know? Peter. Peter? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely clay. He says, watch the Mike Tyson's Mysteries episode with the Chupacabra. He never says it the same way twice. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That was a good funny show. I like to watch that show late at night. Yeah. Now, uh, what's his name? Don DeLuise? No. Don DeLuise. Isn't he dead? (laughs) Yeah, he's dead too. Norm MacDonald's dead. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. He was on there. He was the pigeon. (laughs) Yeah, he's the pigeon on that show. God damn it. People dying. Yeah. Don DeLuise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Ben Huffstetler wants to know, okay, what does outdoor crawling look like entry? So it's five bucks and uh, just show up with what you got and we make it work. It's, uh, it's basically, um, I set up some gates. We try to go through the gates. Uh, I don't, I don't use all the scoring stuff. We mainly worry about whether you hit the gate, whether you had to touch your car, um, whether you had to use a winch and, uh, if you made it clean through the gate, that's pretty much it. So it's very, very easy. I call it Tuesday night rules. I just want you guys to show up and learn how to do it. That's all. So don't, don't, don't a lot of guys crawling sometimes is worse than racing. A lot of crawler people think that it's, it's the super strict and, and, uh, you know, high intensity, all that stuff to do a crawler comp. And it, and it, in some place, I mean, if you go to nationals, it's just like anything else. If you go to nationals. Yeah. It's probably pretty stressful, but on yeah. Tuesday night at the Plex, it's not, I try to keep it as not stressful as possible. Look how clean the bottom of that car is. That's pretty clean. You know, it's yeah. still like new. There's not even a scratch on it. Yep. Uh, Caleb Sweet. Hey, thanks for the show. Tips on building an outdoor dirt oval. Don't go. Mine, mine would be don't go too crazy with the banking because of erosion. Been there, done that. Add lots of love. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely have some sort of drainage in the middle because yeah. it's an oval. So it's basically a giant bowl. So anytime it rains, it's just going to pile up in the middle. That's what. Lincoln's track used to do, you know, you could have, you could have two days worth of nice weather if it, but if it rained three days before a lot, which it does here in Nebraska, sometimes you still mm-hmm. couldn't race cause you had a lake in the middle. 
Yeah. So other than that, it's just a matter of uh, keeping it smooth. And I, I honestly, I think that outdoor tracks are probably easier to keep smooth than our indoor track. Cause yeah. you can, you can actually, you know, drag it as opposed to our dirt, which is hard as a rock. And once it, once it solidifies and it's bumpy, it's, that's it. And then Peter says that he really liked the uh, funny chatter with uh, the kiddo from, uh, from, from the announcing on Saturday, which was uh, Owen. That's Owen Vanderbeek. Yeah. Owen Vanderbeek's got a pretty good, pretty good announcer. Uh, okay, Caleb. Yep. You're welcome. Caleb is from Michigan. That's great. 1,000 Phantom, are we running the track backwards tomorrow for mini racing? I don't know what my son's doing. He said he was. We'll see. If it works out, it works out. It's just mini racing. So he's kind of in, my son's kind of in trouble right now. So he might not even be there tomorrow, which means he might not, he might not build the track tonight because he won't be there tomorrow and he knows he won't be there tomorrow, even though he says he's going to be there tomorrow, but I keep telling him that he's not going to be there tomorrow. So um, what's he in trouble for school? Oh. Yeah, just school stuff. Well, it's his job. That's what I said. Yeah, it's your job. His to first build job. Track. His first job. Well, but his well, kind of. I mean, he's clock. He has to clock out at seven. No. Oh. So from seven to whenever I pick him up, he he usually builds the Tuesday night track. Mm-hmm. But we're having a little disagreement. I think that's it. I'm gonna right. I gotta remember who these cars go to and who the body goes to. And uh, get ready to go. I got a little little video to edit now for the uh, the Bronco for Axial. I'll try to have that out either tomorrow or Wednesday. And uh, we'll go from there. Regular club racing this week, Friday, Family Friday Off-Road, and Saturday Speed Off-Road on Saturday. Track's still open on Sunday, so any of you local guys want to get some extra track time, Sunday's going to be the day to do it now because the track will have a really good groove in it. So there you go. All right. Well, thanks for, thanks for coming on here. I know I was, I was stressing you out. I'm sorry. No, I wasn't stressed out. I was just like, ah, I need to be there, you know. Okay. As always, this show brought to you by Pivot Lending Group, and you can find them at pivotlending.com. Make sure you mention our show to Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, and uh, get yourself $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate if you go through home loan or refinance. Uh, they've been a sponsor of the show now pretty much since like the 10th episode or something like that. So it's pretty awesome and uh, means that... Uh, don't have to worry about it for a while. So there is going to be quite a few locals at the uh, Psycho Nitro Blast. So we'll have to keep uh, keep an eye on that because I know Jackson's going, John Haas is going. <sighs> Who else is going? Uh, Dustin Hosick. Dustin Hosick. And Dane Gangler is going. Dane Gangler, you're right. Yep, those four mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah. I'm sure Chris That'll Moran cool. or somebody will be there. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on you guys. We'll keep an eye on you guys. So good luck to you. Yeah, do well. We'll talk about you next week. If you don't do well, we'll still talk about you. So, Yeah, anyway. either way, we'll talk about you. Yeah. Okay. See you guys. Bye.